Hey guys, what's up? This is Chris Chavez, co-host of History Creeps, Hardly Kayfabe, and Chris and Anthony Just Can't Stop. Normally, you'd hear a bumper for the network right about now. Instead, I wanted to take a moment to ask a favor. If you've ever listened to many of our shows on the network, you've heard us talk about a place that has quickly established itself as a staple of downtown Buffalo over the past couple of years. Mizuta Chow's is a Japanese-themed bar-slash-restaurant-slash-retro-80s arcade that features amazing Japanese-inspired street food, top-shelf drinks, and a glittery pink staircase that has become one of Buffalo's most popular Instagram selfie destinations. Like many other establishments around the country, Mizuta Chow's was forced to shut their doors and lay off their staff when the COVID pandemic hit. At first, they didn't let that stop them from helping the community. For weeks, Johnny Chow and his partner Christy, along with a number of other Chow's employees, worked to feed essential workers on the front lines treating those affected by the virus. They organized pop-up drive through grocery supply stores for anyone who needed essential items. The crew at Mizuta Chow's has worked tirelessly to support the community during this rough time. Now, we here at the network want to help show our appreciation for an establishment that has proven what it means to be a neighbor in the 716. Recently, a GoFundMe was set up to try to raise money to help Mizuta Chow's pay employees, bills, and ensure that when it's safe to, they can open their doors to the good people of Buffalo and Western New York. I know things are rough everywhere, but if you are able to, please consider donating to the Mizuta Chow's Relief Fund on GoFundMe. Every bit helps. You can also find a link at bicbp-radio.com. Thanks for listening and supporting the network. Now on with your show. Vibing. Welcome back to Fat Girl Jokes Podcast, a podcast that is sometimes funny, but always awkward, just like me. I am Amber, and I am your host. And not surprisingly, I'm fat. Uh, Sometimes I'm funny, but we'll get to that later. Uh, Today, I wanted to kind of give a nice update as to where I am uh, emotionally, because physically, I'm still at home. Uh, I just peeled myself off of my Maurice's chair and took a couple steps up the stairs and now I'm sitting back down. So peel, step, step, sit. That's, that's the motion. The motion of the ocean. Oh, I'm so sorry I made that joke. That wasn't even a joke. That was just, welcome to Fat Girl Jokes Podcast where everything is awkward. Nothing is funny. There we go. By the time you're listening to this, I will have had already three episodes drop on May 1st of 2020. Um, May 1st is a pagan holiday traditionally used uh, for sowing seeds and really jumping on any projects you've kind of been preparing. Um, We're not going to talk about religion. I'm just saying it's May 1st. We getting things done. Now, moving forward away from that touchy subject, um, I wanted to make sure that I had something else to go. So I'm up in the little recording studio in my house, yeah, it's bougie, and getting things done. But by this time, you guys should have all listened to my three podcasts because what else are you doing with your quarantine life? And uh, hopefully sitting there excited for the next thing in Amber's life. Oh my God, that's exactly what you guys wake up for in the morning. Amber's life. 
you know, if you do, that's your, that is your prerogative. One of the things that I have been kind of teetering towards talking about, something that I've been wanting to talk about, is growing up as a fat person. Fat child? Fat skin baby? I don't know. Whatever you want to call it, I've been fat my whole life. Not holy shit fat, but you know, fat enough to have my mom buy me jeans from the little boys department for a good portion of my life. Uh, I went from a little boys size, who knows, to women's size 16 real quick. I think the only time I've been a women's size 11 is when I was actually in middle school. And uh, yeah, no, I, I legit had to wear women's clothing in middle school. That's how bad it was. Um, again, I wasn't, holy shit, why is that marshmallow walking towards me, fat kid? But I I was definitely not healthy. Um, and, you know, I always try to lose weight. I was 100% part of the um, diet culture where if you were a kid, you know, you didn't want to be the fat kid. And my mom and I, you know, would join Weight Watchers every so often and we would, you know, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight and crash and then gain, 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 gain. And then, oh my God, we're really big. We should lose weight again. And then Weight Watchers one more time. I was on Weight Watchers off and on from 2007 to probably now. I still pay for Weight Watchers every month. I have not logged in onto the app in ages. I really need to cancel my subscription because it doesn't look like I'm losing weight in quarantine anytime soon. But as the fat kid, um, you know, growing up, you realize that kids are cruel. And boy, did I get bullied. Uh, You know, I used to shop, oh, when I could, I was in the last stages before having to go into the women's clothing. I was still able to shop at a small um, girl's store called Limited 2. And it was all like the girly fun stuff. It's basically like Jojo Siwa back then. And I remember I had these two girls on the bus one time. Sorry, this isn't going to be funny. It's going to be kind of sad. That's that's my bad, guys. Sorry to bring the vibe down. Don't worry. We're going to get to some fun stuff later. Um, these two girls were on the bus with us and we were just driving home, whatever. And she looks at me and she's like, what kind of clothes do you wear? Like, where do you buy your clothes? I'm like, limited to. They're like, you can fit into them. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? That was like my first real experience with bullying. And looking back, it was so minor. But also looking back, I freaking wish I had something else to say. Like, I really wish that I just had the best fucking comeback for that. And I have nothing. And what's funny is actually, I found the best comeback while me and Anthony we're watching Jersey Shore. Anthony and I have been catching up on Jersey Shore throughout all of quarantine. It was actually his idea. And so we started off uh, season one 
And I watched until I think season four and that's when I stopped. So I, I watched right after Italy and once the Italy season had ended, I, I only watched briefly the, the last episode, excuse me, the last season. Ugh, words are hard, am I right? Um, so I watched that last season, you know, briefly. So now I'm watching the Italy season again with Anthony the other day. And if you've watched it, you know the people I'm talking about. If you haven't, Google it. I don't feel like going into all of that. You're missing out if you haven't seen Jersey Shore. It's it's just an icon at this point. It's it's important to millennial culture, I think. Um, but anyways, so in Italy, there's a point where the situation is talking shit to Dina. And Mike's like, oh, I can blow you in real quick. And Dina's just like, what are you going to do, Mike? You're going to call me fat? She's like, because I can lose weight for free, but it's going to cost 10 grand to fix your face. Oh boy, did I lose it when she said that? Oh my goodness. If I said that to those bitch ass girls on the bus, could you imagine their faces? Could you imagine? I'm so upset that I was not born in this generation. Let me tell you, everyone is, there's always that one person that's like, oh my God, I was born in the wrong generation. I should have been born in the 50s. It's like cool oppression, racism. That's great. Um, I was born in the wrong generation because I should have been born a good 10 years later. Um, I should be 18 right now because, and I'm going to tell you, I am pissed at this new generation. I had to suffer through blue eyeshadow, baggy fucking jeans, gauchos. If you don't know what gauchos are, go look them up because they're hideous. Fucking Lisa Frank. Lisa Frank really wasn't me. Like Max and Miri and those fucking monkeys everywhere. And I lived through Ed Hardy. I lived through Ed Hardy. And if that's not something to say, like... If you live through Ed Hardy, good job for you. But I was pretty much in middle school during the Ed Hardy era. And all of these kids have it so much better. They have contouring. They have YouTube to teach them how to put on all of the best makeup. They can take freaking drugstore eyeshadow palettes and turn them into beautiful sunsets on their freaking eyelids. It is not fair because that should have been me. Being a fat kid in my generation sucked a whole lot fucking more than it would in this generation. This generation is a lot more accepting. This generation, you can be fat and still pretty. When I was growing up, fat equaled ugly every single time. And I know because I was one of those assholes that was like, damn, that fugly ass bitch fugly, fat and ugly. Okay. Look it up. Now I'm going to get off my soapbox, take a little coffee break, and I'll be right back. All right. So on my coffee breaks, I like to talk about uh, the coffee that I'm drinking currently um, because apparently I'm a coffee connoisseur. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I've been stuck at home Usually I'll try something different at Starbucks or Tim Hortons, whatever flavor they have. 
Um, because I'm stuck at home right now, we have some Whole Foods ground coffee uh, from probably Ethiopia. Honestly, I'm really not sure. And we have some Almond Joy Creamer. Let me tell you, okay? Almond Joy Creamer is one of my favorites. But if I ever find the Funfetti International Delight fucking creamer, you bet your ass coffee time is about to be a whole fucking session because my fat ass will eat a whole tub of Funfetti icing, not ice cream, icing. Yes, fight me. I eat a whole thing of Funfetti frosting, not in one sitting, but like two. Um, so don't judge me completely, but like judge me a little bit because I, it's pretty bad. I know, but it's so good. How can you not? Anyways, now you know how much I love Funfetti frosting cake. I love it. Now imagine that mixed with my favorite fucking thing on the planet, which is coffee. Like, come on, come on. Coffee with Funfetti creamer would be orgasmic for me. Sorry, Anthony. (laughs) If I cannot find this, which I have seen it once. I saw it right before the quarantine happened. I saw it in the fridge at my job and I almost stole some and I, I had to be like, you know, I'm too nice. So I had to not, but I was real close. So right now I'm just surviving on Almond Joy creamer. I have a caramel macchiato creamer when that's done. I still have a hazelnut creamer that was holding me over until I could get that good shit, that good good. But right now it's just homemade coffee with regular creamer. But I think, I think I'm going to switch it up for all y'all. I think I am going to do a French press. I have a French press. It's quite small. So all I can really do is about eight ounces, but French press coffee is the best coffee I've ever had in my entire life, period. And we'll talk about it on the next coffee break. Thanks for tuning in and back to the normally scheduled uh, show. And I'm back. I wanted to touch on something that I thought was really important. Uh, before, and I feel like I didn't talk about it enough. Um, Jersey Shore is a legend. That entire show deserves an Oscar because that taught me so much. And honestly, I can relate a lot to some of those characters. Now, the situation in Italy, when he smashes his head on a concrete wall to try to, I don't know, scare off Ronnie from fighting him. I don't know. That has always been my fighting philosophy, even before I saw that. Now, I was a fat girl. I could not fight. I had a lot of padding in case someone wanted to hit me. But I, what was I going to do? Throw my body weight at them? (laughs) Just like, incoming! Cannonball! No, like, I was a tubby fucking potato, and I didn't know what to do. So, my fighting philosophy is scare the shit out of them, be a complete wacko, and maybe they'll leave you alone. 
Um, I actually saw this firsthand being done uh, at one of the only fights I ever attended when I was a kid. Um, my friend, actually two of my friends began fighting. Um, they're kind of out of two different circles um, with, you know, common links here and there. But it was one of those meet us out behind the dumpsters near the movie theater and like people all came to watch. And one of my friends was like, I'm ready to beat your ass. And the other girl is jumping around like hit me, hit me, hit me, bouncing all over the place. And like it was literally just like Mike when he smashed his head into the wall. And it does. It freaks him out. It stops the fight. It ain't fun no more. I don't know what it is, but I saw it firsthand there and I was always like, oh my God, she barely got hit. I mean, trust me, my friend got a good couple of punches into her head, but that's besides the point. Um, It definitely threw her off and I was like, if I ever get abducted, if I ever like, if someone ever tries to like grab my purse, I'm just going to act completely fucking nuts because people, people are afraid of nuts. I'm, it's sad uh, for the people who actually have, you know, mental illness. But if you start talking to a tree, most people will stop. They won't bother you in uh, in bad neighborhoods, in good neighborhoods. If you talk to a tree, you might get the cops called on you, but at least you'll be safe. So Mike, the situation, bangs his head into the wall. You know, he makes this whole scene for himself. Um and honestly, everyone's like, I don't want him to die. It's like, he's not going to die. He literally, he has a concussion, a, a self-inflicted concussion. He's fine. Now, I wasn't a huge fan of Jersey Shore when it was first releasing. I became more of a fan uh, recently in college years. And then, of course, now rewatching all of the episodes. And I had actually done a face swap picture with me and all my friends with the original Jersey Shore picture with everyone on the beach. And I don't know what the fuck was wrong with me, but I'm going to post a picture of my face on Jenny's body uh, later on when this po- when this podcast comes out. It's awkward, guys. I don't even know if it's funny. I think it's just mainly awkward. But again, that's mostly what this show is about. Um, I want to thank you for listening in and uh, supporting me, even if you don't laugh, even if you're just like face palming because I'm fucking awkward. I just appreciate you at least taking the time to listen or at least clicking on my name. You know, anything, any of the attention, I like the attention. I didn't get it when I was a kid because I was fat. Thank you. Anyways, you can find me at Fat Girl Jokes Podcast on Instagram, and you can always email me at Fat Girl Jokes Podcast at gmail.com. Stay fat. Vibing.